Council, and it's time to wake up. Wake up. <laughs> that wasn't very. I didn't put much effort into that. That's all right. We'll do another one. Right. Uh, go on. You do. You can do the main okay. bit. Right. Uh, it's ringing my gospel. Wake up. Wake up, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Wake up, you cunt, you cat, you asshole, you bum wipe. It's not going to give anyone a, like a good start to the day, is it? That's true. Should we try? Should we try a nice one? If I heard that, I'd put my head back under the duvet and sleep for the rest <laughs> of the day. I'd quit my job. Should we do it like a podcast intro? Shall I say... Okay, should we both go hello like that, as if we're yeah. introducing a podcast? Ready? Hello! Oh. oh. Whoa, give me a chance. All right, try again, try again, try again. Should we do a little countdown? Three, Three two, one. Hello! hello! And welcome to another episode of Ringham and Godzilla's Alphabites with me, Robert Ringham, and my immediate right here is none other than Mr... Daniel James Godzilla. Hello, good, Dan. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. Uh, or just you, if or you're just... in bed alone. <laughs> uh, if you're alone uh, and lonely and crying. Yeah, or maybe you've just been, you know, just a relationship's just ended. This is your first night that you've had to sleep <laughs> all alone in your du- big double beds with one cold patch. If so, why are you listening to us? Like, that would be just the worst, most depressing it's a, thing. It's the perfect antidote. I know, I'm in the mood for some nihilism. Alistair <laughs> Rob and Dan talking about what happens to your kidneys after you die. Or where the cork was invented. Okay, we should probably explain ourselves. Yes. We are doing a good morning introduction because some listeners of the good podcast. Morning. Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. <laughs> zippity doo da, zippity yay. My oh my, what a wonderful day. Plenty of sun. Okay, enough. The reason we're doing it like this is because we're reliably informed that some of our listeners use us as an alarm clock. Yes. This is true. This is true. Uh, around Europe, apparently. Yep. So, do you know the names of the listeners? Phil. Hello, Phil. And Desmond. Well, I, no, I know, but I don't. I feel like I may incriminate them. <laughs> oh, okay. So they're having an affair. <laughs> this is interesting that our listeners are having a illicit affair, going around London no, in a camper in that van. Sort of way, what do you mean? Why are you incriminating oh, them? Oh no, but one name on its own is fine because you can't identify, but as soon as you say more than one name, you know who they are. Oh, so you think some psycho podcast fans will go to Europe and track them down Yes. and put a pickaxe through their head? Yes. Uh, okay, I suppose that is possible. What I may do is if I slip in the other name somewhere else so that they know that I know... And then we but, all know. But then no one knows. Oh, okay, all right. Because no one's going to listen to the whole podcast. Because <laughs> that would be mental. No. It'd be mental. No. Mental. So, podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Should we start it? Hello. Hello. Seriously, do, uh, yes, uh, welcome yourselves. Do welcome yourselves. Uh, get yourself in a nice, warm, comfy, comfy bed or seat. Uh, wipe your feet before you get in. We don't want uh, any uh, shoe film. If you can in. find one of them little things, you get to the outdoor swimming pools. Oh, Give them a rinse. This isn't a good start to the podcast, is it? We, we've actually got a little uh, script today. This is scripted. Oh. Should we drive and talk? Hello, car. No, we can't do that. What? Because we'll probably get arrested. Okay, that's fine. The Several police officers listen to this <laughs> ah, on the night shift. What would you get arrested for? Should we imagine? Should we imagine up some listeners? Uh, okay. Um, I think we've got some listeners in a, a, a an Arctic uh, research station. Okay. And it's all just and they're alone in there on their own, just just with us for company. For some reason, iTunes doesn't let them download anything. But <laughs> my God, that's a nightmare. <laughs> They're just listening to us. They're on episode twenty nine now. 
This yeah. is our twenty ninth episode. Over twenty nine oh hours. Oh, oh! Can we have a celebration for thirty? Um, like a birthday party. Um, yeah, Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Th- thirty is important, isn't it? It's a birthday. Is it? I think so. Trant. Twenty. No, hold on. Well, eighteen is important. Yes. Right, because you're allowed to drink. I feel this is another one of your anecdotal cul-de-sacs. <laughs> uh, you're allowed to. Um, you're allowed to have a smoke. Yes. Nowadays. Yes. Um, you can have sex at sixteen. Yes. Twenty uh, one's important. Yeah, but why? I think in America. Because you're, you're not a teen anymore. But you weren't when you were twenty. Twenteen. Twenteen. Ah, okay. Mm, Twenty-one. I really need to piss. This is the really? worst time to start a podcast. We're in a car. I can smell petrol. <laughs> 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 we got off to such an awful start, uh, and uh, I, I've got a, a at least seventy percent full bladder. I'd say. <laughs> Would you like to go to the toilet now? No, it's all right. I'm going to hold it in for the duration of the entire podcast. Excellent. Okay. Um, uh, no, but yes, you're not a teenager. But, right, here's the one that's troublesome, is the age of 25. Why? Why is that troublesome? Well, because you, I don't know whether it's important or not. <laughs> I don't think any of them are important. <laughs> no, <laughs> no more than any other. <laughs> yeah, really. but I'm going to be 25 soon. Okay. Oh, well, you really? Yes. I didn't know you were so young. Yeah, I'm a baby. Oh. 25 soon. The big 2-5, as they call it. Yeah. Um, who, calls, who calls it that? Uh, me. Okay, yeah, but I don't know whether to celebrate it or not because on one hand it is a quarter of a century. Yep. But on the other hand, it is sandwiched between twenty-one and thirty, which I think may be more important. But then, if you're saying twenty-one isn't that important, I don't know where I stand with twenty-five. <laughs> do you uh, do you think that each year that passes in your life is a uh, another percentage of your life? Like I think we could probably assume. Oh no, because then you've got to you've got to have picked an end. A hundred. No, hundreds are good. No, hundreds not the end. Why not? Because a hundred's quite a long one. Yeah. So you think your end's like seventy? Yeah. Yeah, but no, se- no, eighty, eighty-five. 85. Well, how old? How old were your grandparents? How old are your grandparents? Uh, like, well, my granddad's in late. his nineties now. Okay. And every generation up lives a bit longer. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I'm going to be at least a hundred. Oh, you're pretty <laughs> optimistic, aren't you? Yeah. Well, Where you live. To be honest, I'm on a diet of bagels and paracetamol. <laughs> They're my favourite foods. Uh, but now, well, in all seriousness, I think I'm going to live forever. Okay. Uh, I've got a very, uh, I've got a system, a health system right. it's called <laughs> denial. Right, right. Okay. So through that system, I think I'm going to live forever. Uh, but no, I, th- I, I think, uh, yeah, we can live to be 100, can't we? 100. 100. Um, and then end it. Just cut yourself off. Yeah, because you see, off at the neck. Well, you see these people on television. They're like, there was a, a woman actually on uh, Central News this week with yeah. Bob, your Bob. favourite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and she was 111. Whoa! One of the oldest people. That's in the country. a good number as well. One, one, one. Like all that. the ones. She seemed pretty with it as well. She's pretty compass mentis. But uh, I did see a show about longevity. There was a 115 year old woman on there. Right, is she the oldest? And uh, she said, uh, "I've been elderly for over half my life." Kill me! For God's sake, somebody kill me! Oh, was she full of wires? She didn't really say kill me. No, no. I mean, she was still just a very old, red-faced woman. (laughs) 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 Uh, But, uh, yeah, she just just pointed out that she's been elderly for most of her life. That's the trouble about getting old, isn't it? When you look, when your face goes goes old. When your face goes old? Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't see anyone who's 100 who doesn't look old. Right. 
They're really old. <laughs> like you don't go, oh, she looks well for a hundred. You just yeah. go, it's a really, really old person. <laughs> <laughs> like, because there's not that many. It's when you start uh, when you're allergic to cucumber seeds, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad told me this fact today. Uh, there's a certain cut-off point when you can you have to stop eating cucumbers, yeah. or at least the skin and the seeds, and all you're left with <laughs> you're not left with a lot. It's left with a kind of pulpy pith. Yeah, it would take. You'd have to use a potato peeler on it. What to get the skin off? Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, a knife would be. You'd you'd, you'd struggle to to shave enough a thinly enough slice off. Um, and then you cut out the middle bit, the seeds. That's quite a big chunk. It's a waste of money. I tell you what, this is eight and a half minutes of fucking rubbish so far. But <laughs> I've got to say, I listened back to our last one. I listened back to the one we did uh, at the service station, episode 28. Oh, yeah. It was brilliant. Um, it was brilliant. I remember that. It was quite brilliant. It was better than anything uh, Collingson Herring would Dan! I've just realised I had a dream oh. about us doing the live podcast in Edinburgh. Oh, how'd it go? Um, it, I think it went okay. Oh, that's but good. I dreamt that Collings and Herring were watching us. Oh, no. They were at the back of the room, sort of looking like, you know, like they'd clearly come because they, they're interested in the medium of the live podcast. They look defeated. They just looked a bit irritated. Oh, if anyone no. else would be doing a thing like that. Oh, no. I bet they'll be there as well this year. They're not going to come and see us, though, <laughs> Dad. No, but I bet they'll be there at the, at the, at the fringe. Definitely. Shall we invite them down? Um, yeah, well, anyone, anyone's merry to come uh, <laughs> to come along. Anyone? I think we're duty-bound uh, by the rules of Peter Buckley Hill's free fringe to actually pr- print up, I think it's 50,000 flyers. 50,000. Maybe 5,000. Imagine 50,000 people turning up. At one gig. <laughs> that would be good. Hello, Wembley. <laughs> Here's another hour of dribble. What could we offer? If we offered to free something with the flyer, <laughs> uh, like a free, free entry <laughs> to get in. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Free entry to start with. Free hat. A free hat? What, yep. Like a, what kind of hat? Like an Australian hat? Uh, what, with corks? Yeah. What do you know about corks? <laughs> um... I know they're not from the uh, the place in Ireland called Cork. Not from County Cork. Uh, they're not from Duncork. Right. Uh, How do they? Uh, where do they make them? Uh, right. This bit I do not know. Um, they're out of a, a, to- a type of wood which is called, which is commonly known as cork, but may not be <laughs> called cork. Um, right. But what I do not know. It's cork fact. <laughs> <laughs> what I do not know is which came first. The idea of plugging a bottle of wine or something or the name cork. Good question. Uh, which is a, happens with a lot of things other than people. So if anyone out there would care to Google it for us because mm. the thing is once we've finished the podcast, once we finish a recording, we don't remember anything. We don't, <laughs> we don't follow through on any of the things that we were curious about. We never look it up. Um, because we rarely, if ever, listen back to Because <laughs> do you know what? Podcast people... Got better things to do. We're busy people. We're busy we're, people. We're busy people. I mean, we, we can't go listening to this. Uh, right. What are you? What are you busy with, Dan? <laughs> at the um, um, not a lot, really. <laughs> um, 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 oh, I got a girlfriend. No, you haven't. Yeah, I got a real one. <laughs> Tell us about your real girlfriend. Um, her name's Emma. Yeah, she's a girl. Real Emma. Um, she's a real girl. Yeah, uh, she's real this time. Um, it's kind of unusual, really. What are its like? Oh. It's, it's lovely. Um, <laughs> it's quite nice to, to wake up with breasts again. Oh. Um, well, not again. Perhaps, just some like, of, perhaps some of you at home are waking up with breasts this morning. 
Yes, if you're not alone, you could be with breasts. Or if you're alone and a woman. <laughs> you could be waking up with breasts. Your own breasts. Or if you're Jack the Ripper. Or if you're a lady. You could be waking up <laughs> with breasts. Seven breasts. Seven breasts. <laughs> Lovely pair of breasts on the pillow next to you. Seven breasts would be better as a pillow, I think. You think? Would you put your head between the breasts or on one Well, that's tip? the thing, because... If, if me and you were in a bed, would we have a titty <laughs> Or would you hold the lot and just put your head in between them? Yeah, it's hard, because as, as soon as you nod off on a top of breast, you, your head is likely to... Unless you're, unless the breast is bigger than your head, your head <laughs> is likely to roll off. That's very true. But a pair of breasts yep. sort of like sits in the middle like a valley. <laughs> well, I think the real problem is <laughs> of breasts for pillows is if you're sleeping with your head between them. You might not hear the alarm clock go off in the morning. <laughs> You'll be... Uh, uh, you're facing up then, or down. Uh, I'm lying on my back, in between the boobs. <laughs> and they, they're going to cover my ears, aren't they? <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. If your ears flat... Tell you what, if forward. I came over your house, and you'd only got one pair of breasts... <laughs> And you were, I'd let you use them. I'd say, Dan, don't worry, you, they can be your no, pillow. You're my, if you're my guest, <laughs> I dictate the boobs. I will well, offer, out of courtesy. But I'd be too polite to accept them. I'd say, it's your house, you should have the boobs. But I think, as, as the host, you're duty-bound to go out and sever me some more. Are we sharing a bed? Yeah. Right, OK. Should I lay the boobs on your side? Uh, <laughs> or, or should I place them in the middle? <laughs> now, one each. Well, the idea is we have one each. Mm. Kind of hold <laughs> on. But then are we back to back or are we still facing both facing up in the air looking at the ceiling? I think we're looking at the ceiling. Right, so our heads are probably touching a little bit. Um, I'm not sure how comfortable I am with that. Oh, that's the part, that's the part of this I have trouble oh, it's with. The head touching, not yeah. the severed breast. No, I'm fine upon with that. Us. No, no, no. Um, in in Dan the Ripper's well, house. I, I mean, they're they're fairly they're fairly average. The ones I'm picturing. Right, but your bog standard. Pair of breasts, just, yeah, like the platonic breast. Okay, all right. Um, you wouldn't if if you wouldn't go all oh, that big, but you wouldn't go. Oh, they're quite small breasts. <laughs> okay, um, right. just normal breasts. All right, okay, um, regular average breasts. Yeah, probably with quite um, nipples are fairly. Oh god! Well, they're dead breasts. Aren't you could they? use them as earplugs for them. <laughs> <laughs> Pop them in. You would only work on one ear. Uh, well, you could slice them off and put them in your ears. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> If you're an insomniac, <laughs> if you're an insomniac ripper, is what I'm saying. So now you've got a pair of severed breasts with cut-off nipples. Yeah. And nipples in your ears. Yeah. Why are we sharing a bed? Why don't you just sleep in the spare room? It been involved in a horrible crime. Un- unrelated. <laughs> unrelated to the severed breasts. Yeah. Well, uh, well, that's a horrendous thing anyway. I mean, uh, whose breasts are they? Um... I think that's academic. I don't, I don't think it matters. Isn't that the worst thing for a lady? They say. What? Like, to have their it? breasts removed. <laughs> <laughs> it would be pretty bad. <laughs> but I've got a question, Dan. Since I mean, you've been a very good host so far. But uh, how am I going to keep my feet warm? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, my feet are like blocks of ice in the night. <laughs> I can't even think. 
<laughs> I, I don't think I don't I, I've got ideas but I, I, don't, I think they're all I don't, I don't like them do you think in this uh, house of hell uh, uh, a buttocks would be better <laughs> for a couple of pillows yeah that would make more sense more it? cushion <laughs> like that <laughs> Uh, bo- booty, bootylicious. It's bootylicious. Uh, bootylicious. Uh, Who cushions. decides what's bootylicious? Well, we all know that. Beyonce. It's the Beyonce Knowles. So, what do you? How does this work? <laughs> yeah, how is she the authority on bootyliciousness? Um, well, I'd say in a sort of uh, generation game style, that <laughs> she sits in front of a conveyor belt, a cuddly toy, <laughs> uh, and she passes judgment on on whether things are bootylicious or uh, or non bootylicious. 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 She'll be. She's a cross between uh, Beyonce and Bernard Matthews, <laughs> because Bernard Matthews used to say "beautiful," didn't he? Beautiful. When he was advertising his turkey, he'd say "beautiful." So I think she's a cross between the two. So uh, all the things are going along on the conveyor, and she has to make a judgment, and she goes "bootylicious." I think that's what would, she sounds like. What if What if Bernard Manning came by on the? Uh... On the, uh, on the conveyor belt, would he be classed as bootylicious? I think he gets an honorary bootyful. Beardylicious. Bootyful. I think he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a beard, surely. All good chefs uh, beards. He's not a chef. He's um, a turkey farmer. Well, same difference. God almighty. Uh, no, he's not. You think Gordon Ramsay's a farmer? Uh, oh, like Captain Birdseye. Yeah. Beard. Yeah, but he's not a chef or a farmer. He's a sea <laughs> captain. <laughs> He is a convicted paedophile. Right, all men related to food who have been... A professional paedophile at sea. He's not a professional paedophile at sea. (laughs) Of course he is. No, he's... Why is he on that boat then with all those children Uh, and fish fingers? We've discussed this before. I like fish fingers. But I'm not that bothered about other types of fish. I had some crayfish on the weekend. Yeah. And I think it may have been why I was sick. Not a fish. Just pointing that out. Crayfish is not a fish. What is it? Little crustacean. Oh, I wouldn't have eaten it if they said that. What what you got against crustaceans? Well, it's just a horrible thing. You wouldn't eat a crab? Oh, is that a crustacean? Yeah. Crustacean, it makes me think it doesn't move. No, you're thinking of like mollusks or something. Yeah. Crustacean is a lobster, a crab, uh, that one you just said, crayfish, yeah. or a pill bug, a woodlouse, they're cr- crustaceans. Really? Yeah. Can you eat a woodlouse? You can, yeah. They're the prawns of the land. <laughs> Some people say prawns are the woodlice of the sea. Uh, we're, uh, we're divided on this whether the prawns are the woodlice of the sea or whether the woodlice are the prawns of the land. Mm, I think a prawn is more distinctive, right? As a creature, they actually look very similar if you really look at them. That's true. Like, a, like an armadillo. Yeah. They're not crustaceans, though. Mammals. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> At least you got that sorted. <laughs> um, uh, is it armadillos they say are made like dime bars? They're related. Uh, you are thinking of an advert from about 1991 with Harry Enfield in it, right? And uh, he said dime bars are crunchy on the outside, soft on the inside, oh, like an armadillo. Uh, I like how you're here to basically little flashes of inspiration pop into my head that I'm not sure where they come from. Well, I've been thinking about this. I think our relationship is the same as the relationship between. Um, you know the film Limitless? Yes. I think you are the man in Limitless and I am your super pill. <laughs> so you come up with some bizarre thing. But right. because I'm like a kind of cultural black box, I know what you're talking about. Uh, and you pop it out. Yeah, I pop it out for you. Ah, that's good. Yeah, because I, I was wondering what the relationship was. I didn't know whether they liked them. Because could I could have watched a documentary where... You just knew there was something about armadillos and dime bars. Yeah. Wow. 
that's extraordinary, but you didn't remember the ad. Yeah, like I, I remember recently, I was wondering why Crunchies are related to roller coasters, and then I remember the advert. Crunchies and roller coasters? Yeah, there's an advert of a crunchy on a roller coaster. Oh, did uh, it, uh, what was the effect of that? Um, I was happy once I found out where it come from. I remember, uh, oh, I do remember a crunchy advert about, uh, the, the slogan was you get the Friday feeling. Yes, I think it's the same one. Ah. Yeah, uh, it was a song about oh, Friday. Oh, no, no, it, it was, uh, I'm so excited. Yep. And yeah. then I think the tagline, I think it all relates to the same advert. You get that Friday feeling if you have a fucking crunchy. What? Was the, was the, that was, uh, <laughs> Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. Um, would she relate, uh, would a crunchy be bootylicious? Not bootylicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, an air freshener Not bootylicious A bomb shaped air freshener Bootylicious <laughs> <laughs> If you put it, anything bomb shaped It's definitely bootylicious Not necessarily uh, Rugby ball Bootylicious Football Not bootylicious Golf ball Two footballs bootylicious <laughs> Golf ball not bootylicious <laughs> Two golf balls A little bit bootylicious <laughs> A little bit Not bootylicious <laughs> Hot air balloon. Bootylicious. <laughs> hey, Dan, something I've been meaning to ask you. Oh, oh. Animal man. Right. Yes or no? Um, yes. Oh. <laughs> but... Hang on, hang on. How have you interpreted the question? What do you think I'm actually asking? Um, do I know of what they are? Yeah. Yes. Do you remember them from school? Yes. I still oh. have dealings with them. Booked one. What do you mean? I booked one at work. <laughs> Dan's a, a booker. Yeah, book things sometimes. Yep. Um, he books the entertainment for local not, schools. No, they didn't do something wrong. I didn't what happened give them a to card. the Captain Birdseye tribute act? <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you have that at your school? Um, there was uh, an issue with the um, the police check. The flavour of his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, disclosure. Com- it's common practice in schools now that we have to sniff anyone's fingers who, um, <laughs> who comes into reception. <laughs> nice. Now, I've got a question. Would you have Adam Buxton in? Um, oh. Even though he's got the same hat as Captain Birdseye. <laughs> yeah, I think he'd be fine. He's got a beard. I think Count Bucky these would uh, would be pretty good in your school with uh, corn balls. Yes. No, 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 definitely, definitely. Wait, I feel like we're getting off the subject of something. Oh. Animal man. Animal man. It's not always a man. Um, Sometimes an animal woman. I'll be honest with you, I've had more experience with animal ladies. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, than animal men. Mm-hmm. Um... I think they're better with the animals. I think they're. Um, I think they stroke them softer. And I think the animals tend to like the ladies more. Um, I remember uh, the animal man. It was a man who came to our school, uh, and he said that a lot of people think sna- snakes are slimy, but they're actually made of the same uh, material as your fingernails. Mm. Bit of bullshit there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Unless, of course, it's uh, Bernard Manning's. Uh, <laughs> Bernard Manning. <laughs> Bernard <laughs> uh, Who was I talking about? Bernard Matthews. Bernard Matthews. Uh, What's Bernard, wrong with his fingernails? They're, they're slimy. Why are they slimy? Been in all the turkeys. Oh, um, uh, yeah, I think that is true about snakes. I have touched a snake, um, and it was quite. It wasn't that slimy. Not slimy. Uh, no, not at all. Um, not slimy. Both <laughs> delicious. Um, you've touched a penguin. I have touched a penguin. Uh, what are they? What do they? What texture have they got? They are very firm. They're quite muscly. Well, uh, I've ru- kind of ruined it. I was going to ask what you think they feel like. Oh, I imagine like. Well, they, they're not like. Give, they're not like what I thought. Now you've given me that clue. Like a greyhound. Like a greyhound. Yeah. 
Furry? No, like a short, you know, like a short hair, like the, the belly of a greyhound. Um, I suppose a little bit. They're, they're, very, they're much, much softer. The, the, mm. the feathers are extremely soft. And ex- there's a lot of them per square mile. <laughs> you know what I mean? A square, what a massive penguin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 just a mile of yeah, penguin. One, one square two, mile of penguin. Two square mile of penguin. It'd be good. Uh, it'd be good. A penguin bed would be good, do you think? You want to sleep in a penguin? Not, not as a duvet, but as a sheet. How do you mean? Pull the penguin up? No, so like his, a, his, his feathers would keep you warm. Yeah, do you think? I think so. Mm, I, I bet think it'd be the... downy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why they stuff f- 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 uh, pillows with goose feathers, isn't it? <laughs> Same reason. Not why penguin they feathers. Not... I, I, don't th- I don't think I could sleep on a penguin. Why? I think I'd, it'd feel good, but I think I'd feel weird after a while. What, would it be an endangered species and everything? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, goose are okay. Geese, they're all right. Yeah. Is it goose or geese? Geese if it's more than one. Okay, geese. I don't think you can make one pillow out of a goose. One goose. <laughs> uh, not just on the on the feathers alone. <laughs> well, you'd have to put beacon and Would you sleep neck. on uh, a pair of goose tits? They don't have tits. Penguin tits? Oh, they, do they have tits? No, they don't have tits either, do they? Where, where do the uh, babies suckle? They don't because they're not mammals. Only mammals suckle their young. They're birds. Birds uh, don't oh. have tits. Have you ever Hold seen on. a bird's tits? No. Because <laughs> they, they don't have them. Oh, I've got any. Right, that's good. I like... Do you know what else they don't have? Vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you keep your feet warm in a penguin bed? <laughs> They've got no vaginas. <laughs> they have cloacas. Cloacas? It sounds, like a, it sounds like a musical instrument. It's a... Cunt and an arsehole all in one. No. Yep, it's a sex organ and a shithole. Oh, that would save many a <laughs> interesting debate, wouldn't it? That's true, um, they've got no uh, bum sex uh, problem in their culture. No. It's not taboo. It is not taboo. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there must be a penguin joke where we can involve cloacas. And bum sex. Um, well, there is one for bum sex and is penguins. That... How do oh, you yes. have uh, bum sex with a penguin? Flipper. Flipper. That's a good one. <laughs> I forgot about the uh, the penguin bomb sex joke. <clears throat> it is a difficult subject, bomb sex. <laughs> I don't think people like to talk about it. I, I just interviewed a comedian called Wayne Shepherd, and uh, he's talking about his routine in the early 90s. And uh, he's trying to tell me about a song he wrote called Doberman. And he said it was one of a series of what we called dog bumming songs. <laughs> <laughs> I just found that just so delightful. One of a series of what we call dog bumming songs. Brilliant. That is good. I don't think I could write a series of them. Maybe one. I think I've probably got one bum- bumming song in me. <laughs> is, it, is it dog bumming? Yeah. Bum- On that theme. I think if I spread it out, I could write a dozen. Ah. Uh... Um, well, they say everyone's got one novel in them. I think everyone <laughs> might have one something. Like one, one of one everything dog in dog bumming them. song. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've got a novel in me. I think someone else has got it. <laughs> I think it's one of these. I think what they mean is, if you spread around all the novels, yeah, right, one per person. To, but then if someone's greedy and writes twenty, so you think your novel's been written by Stephen King? <laughs> yeah, he's had mine because he's written about seventy novels. <laughs> yes. What a Just, bastard! It is a lot. Just go slow down a bit, right? I mean, I have no. I I know I will die without reading. All of his novels. 
It doesn't help that I haven't read any <laughs> so far. Yeah, you've got a lot to get through. I have. You're already a quarter of the way through your years. We've established. Am I? You're 25. You're going to live to be 100. Oh, yes. Goodness. You're um, a quarter of the way through. Yeah, but some of that I couldn't read for. Uh, oh, that's true. Mm. You're not a quarter of the way through your reading and apparently line. as you get older, you read more. You do? Yeah. I think it becomes a bit more kind of... You just. I, think, I guess it's like you just party less and things. Perhaps um, read a bit more. Don't want to get up. <laughs> Don't want to get out of bed. Just lay there between your severed breasts. By the way, we're on the twenty-eighth minute, and you haven't got out of bed yet, you listeners. Oh yeah. Oh, this is good, isn't it? Oh, like, do, do you snooze? Oh no, you don't do anything. Oh. <laughs> what are you on uh, about? You don't have to get up. Uh, you are asking me if I hit the snooze button on the alarm clock. Yes. No, I don't. No. No. Never. Because I don't have an alarm clock. How do you get up? What if you, what um, if I, just, I... I just get up when I'm ready to get up. Oh, right, okay, but what if you had an appointment? Um, do you make sure it was late in the evening? Yeah, I don't make any morning appointments. Okay. If I've absolutely got to, perhaps if I've got to catch a plane, right. I do set the alarm clock on my mobile phone. Ah, does that have a snooze function? No, I don't think so anyway. No, oh, I don't see, really, that's I'm different. Not really a snoozer. See, that's different because I don't snooze if I'm travelling. Okay. But if I do, I do if I'm going to work. What an amazing insight. It's true. <laughs> it's not, I'm not making it up. Fair enough. I'm not making it up for comic effect. Why do you <laughs> not hit the snooze when you're travelling? <laughs> no, no, I think it's because I'm excited. Bootalicious. Bootalicious. Bootali- <clears throat> oh, right. What? Here's one for you. Um, F-16. What? Right, it's a plane. Right. Is it bootalicious or not bootalicious? <laughs> I don't know what they are. It's like but a, a fighter jet. Uh, you're right, I don't know what they are, but Beyonce does know what they are. And she says, not bootalicious. Jumbo jet. Bootalicious. <laughs> See, I think we know. I'm, I think I'm starting to get Beyonce's way of thinking now. It's hard to believe she's in the back of the car right now. <laughs> it is. I can't believe you didn't let her sit in the front. Bootalicious. She, she, well, she said she wants to sit in the bum of the car, doesn't she? It's more bootalicious back there. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Hey, Beyonce, what do you think about uh, Dan the Ripper and his uh, breasts pillow and his uh, vagina feet warmer? Bootalicious. I wasn't expecting that. No, no. <laughs> Certainly not. I'm not sure. I think I'd look quite cool with uh, Beyonce Knowles as my passenger. Yes, so... I suppose you would. Space <laughs> <laughs> though, I don't see it happening. I'm sure you could win it. I'll ask Jim. I'll ask, I'll ask Jim. <laughs> we didn't have. We didn't. We didn't even have a back seat. She's actually back with the tire. She's in the spare tire compartment. She loves it there. She, she just. She loves it. Um... The more booty, the better. <laughs> she. She wants it in the boot. Yeah. She says it's boot delicious in what, there. In the boot. Waiting to get rear-ended. The... Oh God. <laughs> Oh, like Doberman. What do you think of, what do you think of Doberman, Beyonce? Oh, delicious. There you go. <laughs> um, um, what would you give this this podcast out of A to E grades? What's an E grade? You know, like in your uh, school essays and stuff. Like A is for best, E is for the shittest. Oh, um, I'd say a B, B minus. B minus out of um, not out of all podcasts ever. Not out of like. Adam and Joe, Collins and Harry. I just mean out of hours. Don't know, it's hard to F judge. is for fish is A star, and uh, P is for paper clips is E minus. Right. What's uh, this one? 
I couldn't say because sometimes, I mean, sometimes I've been drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't been able to guess. Um, right. Or I've been really sleepy and groggy. And then it sometimes works out fine. I give this podcast a... Plus. No, I'm kidding. I give it a C. A C? Yeah, I don't That's... think it's very good. It's all right. We, we've had some laughs. Had some giggles here. Had some giggles. Do you think we do them too long? No. I, th- I think they're not long enough. Do <laughs> you think they should be eternal? Um, well, did we talk about this in the last one? We were talking about doing the longest ever podcast. Well, maybe. Was that in the last podcast? Wasn't Beyonce in Eternal? No, she was in Destiny's Child. Ah. <laughs> oh, it's a similar sort of name. Um, yes. Not really. Destiny, Eternity. All Saints, they were another one. No, that's not, a stat didn't, that's not the same sort How of name. How is that not? I don't see what... How is Destiny's Child similar to Eternal? Destiny's Child makes me think of, like, Child of the Future, Child, Eternal, okay. Goes On Forever. Eternal is, like, Infinity. Destiny is... Okay, I suppose. Um, like, both of them could be used to describe the little baby thing at the end of 2001 A Space Odyssey. Okay, fair enough. Uh, apparently, that's why Beyonce chose the name. Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. What do you think of the space... Baby. The white space baby at the end of 2001. Not boob delicious. Really? Oh, I'm surprised by that. Oh, oh goodness me. I think she's what, just got what, the ump because she's back there with the tire. <laughs> I don't know what she'd think of the sequel. <laughs> the sequel's rubbish. It is. 2010. Why did they make it all noisy? Why did they just ruin everything? Oh, Alien versus Predator. They. 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 <laughs> they, the scum that are known as they. What is your... Oh, I've got a question for you. Invisibility or flight? Uh, invisibility. Why? Um, I guess because you could um creep around. Yeah, like sort of like just looking at looking at things. What would you do if you're invisible? Look uh, at what do you mean looking at things? Look at, look at things. I know what you mean. I look at look at you ladies. mean the women's locker room. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd look at ladies and I'd look at um. Because Dan might go in the supermarket and your spunk is not invisible. When that comes out, they'll know you're there. <laughs> sure, it's got to be. I think if you've got invisible skin, you'll have to make sure you uh, <laughs> keep your foreskin over your head, otherwise I'll see you still at all. Japside, <laughs> floating around. <laughs> Imagine if I had to get circumcised. Circumcised. Well, then it'd always be on on display. It wouldn't be invisibility then. Then I'd choose to fly. Uh, even, <laughs> even flying with that thing around. I'm being silly with the circumcision. Why, why right. would you? What uh, are the rules? Where do you stand on invisibility with clothes? Uh, your clothes have got to come off. Right. Okay. But so, your foreskin doesn't. Right. Your whole body is invisible. Okay. Even your in bits. Uh, innards are invisible. What if you're sick? Which, uh, that would not be. That would be visible. You could see it. <laughs> okay. So if you have a poo... In The Invisible Man, in H.G. Wells' The Invisible Man, you can see the food inside him. He actually has to fast if he's going to be properly invisible. What do oh, you think of that? Oh, that's good. Well, it's H.G. Wells. He was good. <laughs> that is good. That's clever, isn't it? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, but surely you'd have bits of... Like... I still need a wee, by the way. You'd see, like... Uh, if I was invisible now, you'd just see a big <laughs> balloon of piss. <laughs> you like that? You like that? I don't think that would work, though. It's a clever idea, Mr. Wells, but... Really, like, you know, you can never quite clean something all the way. Like, <laughs> you'd, you'd have crumbs, I think. Oh, I thought you meant your bum. No, well, that's a, that's a prime example. You'd just be a slightly poopy anus, <laughs> even if you didn't eat for yeah, days. You know, like when you've got a bit in your tooth. 
I think yeah. he'd, I think he'd look like a speckly man. <laughs> okay. I think he'd be full of speckles. Clogged paws. You'd Clog- see yeah, a clogged paw. I think you'd be fine for the first day, maybe. Yeah. After that, you'd slowly build up. If you've got a pacemaker, you'd see that. If you've got any uh, like a pin in your leg, yeah. See that? Oh, a flight. Fine flight. <laughs> but you'd be mostly invisible. You can still do a lot of stuff. You not, can yeah, still pick up the... an egg and move it around. People go fucking hell and moving egg. Yeah, but I can do that now. <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> You have to be invisible. All right, all right, all right. So suppose the uh, it's an invisible bath. Okay, you go <laughs> you go into a, a bath of invisibility fluid. So whatever goes in it. Everything. Your wee, your poo, your clogged pores, your contact lenses, the novelty hat you were wearing at the time. It all goes invisible. <laughs> Nazi clothes, Nazi uniform, everything. The gerbil you'd put up your anus. Vagina socks. Vagina socks. Invisible. The whole lot. Invisible. <laughs> Another Texas Chainsaw Massacre style horrific clothes that you're wearing. Your suit of human skin. Invisible. Uh, yeah. Cool. Here's a question. What if you were invisible, I detected you somehow, skinned you, wore your skin? Would I, would I be invisible then? Uh, oh. Sweet. Well, if it had been in the bath. And then the, the remains of you would still be invisible, so I'd never get caught. How about that? Oh, yeah. Your skinless oh, body. that's the trouble, being an invisible man. Because <laughs> if you get hit by a bus... No one will ever know. No, just no. keep bumping over you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why there's never been any invisible men, because we'd, uh, there'd be like a mysterious invisible sleeping policeman spot. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't though because you'd still erode away to nothing wouldn't you oh, yeah, quite after, soon after a few. but you'd probably still be a spine for quite a while an invisible spine little, on the road just a little knock you yeah a little bump you interesting <laughs> a squirrel <laughs> um, but no it was an invisible uh, spine that does seem good but I think I, like, I would like to just go in places at night um, where, where would you go at night with your invisibility uh, powers bearing in mind waitrose but how would you get in? You'd just wait around. <laughs> you'd, you'd wait. You'd go in as a customer. Go invisible. Then they close up. And then you go, ha, 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 ha. I'm still here, really. Well, I wonder if the sensors would get in. Uh, they're motion sensors, aren't they? Yeah. Say if they didn't. Then I'd, I'd just probably have some, uh, you know, move stuff about. <laughs> <laughs> you'd use it for practical jokes. <laughs> so what, what would you use your flight for? Saving people. Right. quicker than the train just walking speed <laughs> <laughs> then no it's boring just float around from one place to another if it's quicker than the train then yes flight you that can fly be... as fast as you can run oh no oh it's still not good good enough is it you want to fly have... fast as a plane like do you a... have to exert energy well yeah oh Christ <laughs> um, you don't want it to be any physical exor- exertion well, a little bit, maybe, but not a lot. Like I think your invisibility would as well. I think like if you got too sleepy, you'd start to become visible again. Oh, goodness me. See, oh, oh, no. I think I've overcomplicated it. Maybe. Which is the film with, um... Oh, is it Kevin Bacon? Yeah. He's Hollow in, Man. Yeah. He does naughty things to a lady, doesn't he? Well, he's does he? Invisible, yeah. He doesn't do a rape, does he? Yeah, he does. Does he? Mm-hmm. That is an abuse of the facility. It is, but you think it's got to be other ways and means. 
raping somebody. <laughs> no! <laughs> no. Like, well, A, why do you have to be invisible for it? Mm. But, but that's, no, that's not even an A. That's just, that was a, a side to it. I think but, it like, mean Hollow Man isn't the thing, like, because um, he's not evil when he becomes invisible, is he, originally? No. He drives him crazy because he, he realises he can do anything yeah, and never yeah. get caught, and he, yeah. he just goes worse and worse and worse. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. What's the American one when he wraps his... He wraps himself up in uh, bandages. bandages. That or... is uh, that's the Invisible Man. That's the film version of uh, H.G. Wells' Invisible oh, Man. Oh, okay. Because the, the poof thing, oddly enough, doesn't happen. <laughs> he smokes in that one, doesn't he? In he does. Here's a fact for you. Okay. We, me and Dan, are famously from Dudley. Yep. But believe it or not, there's one other person more famous than us from Dudley. Oh, really? The his name's James Whale, and he's the director of The Invisible Man, Frankenstein. And Bride of Frankenstein. No way. Yep. Yep. Uh, Do you like that? No, you never told me that. Yep. Uh, if you go to uh, the Showcase Cinema in Dudley, right, there's a big statue for him oh. in the parking lot. Mm. Oh, young man. Remember that? That's Harry Enfield as uh, well. The yes, Don I remember that. Um, um, right. Well, what would you pick? Flight. Okay. Okay, you'd, I think you'd look good flying. Better than me. I think you'd look more f- like you could fly than me. I think you'd, if, you, if you flapped your arm... You mean like sort of fucking albatross? <laughs> it's not that flight. It's super cool flight. It's cool flight, man. Like, 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 uh, green arrow. I think if you were like Icarus's mate, if we were both Icarus's mates, right, he'd pick you. What? Like, to, like, to go with him. I think when he's got the wings, he'd look, go... Look like, but you'd be more graceful, because I, I would look like a fucking ostrich. <laughs> I think you'd be you with your... Like, <laughs> no, because like, I'm short and stout, right? Would you keep and you, glasses you're, like, on long and take them off? <laughs> what, flying towards the sun? I'll put sunglasses on. Well, you don't have to fly towards the sun. Well, I've got I've got prior knowledge, haven't I, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, at the time, I probably wouldn't have been realised. I think it's more like Superman than Icarus. <laughs> right. You don't say that every day, do you? <laughs> um. Flying um. like Superman or invisible like the film oh, version so of like... the Invisible Man? Fly like Superman, yeah. It's good. Because he, he, could, he could fly at walking pace. Yep. Quite happily. I think either he... way you could rob a shop. Or he can even, if he wanted to, fly around the world really fast and yeah. uh, go back in time. time that's right which oh that pissed me off something rotten that film did <laughs> I remember seeing it when I was a kid and I thought brilliant well you've just thrown a big spanner in the works haven't you why didn't you do that every time else some, uh, yeah. just because it's Lewis Lois 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 um, and you love her just because it was Louis C.K. <laughs> why didn't you why didn't you just do it to all the other people just good point but good then point. what a rubbish world that would be no, just constantly undoing things. Yeah, you just got yeah. Christ, Superman. I'm just. But I'm how about to, this? I'm trying to write this. I keep, I keep getting halfway there, and then poof, back to the beginning. <laughs> Superman saving someone else. What about it if? Live, but I can't this, 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 what if every time Superman changes something, it creates a parallel universe where the bad thing did happen? So he's creating all these parallel universes where horrible things are happening. How about that? Oh, well, that's all. And he has exists. to live with the responsibilities. Well, of there's that. A, a sort of a good chance that exists anyway, isn't there? That's a bit too deep, I suppose. I don't think it is. Uh, well, it is. Well, apparently, we, we, you know, we, there's, there's almost infinite universes. Yeah. Uh, we, we keep splitting off into. Um, so somewhere, I mean... So some... To think there might be a universe where our podcast is shit? Yeah. Imagine that. Um, I can't imagine it. No. no. So you're going for flight? 
Yeah, I am now. Yeah. Now I've thought about it. See, that's it. I, I don't see, have to wear a uniform. Well, apparently, um, there is a right answer. I heard this on an old, uh, you know, oh, John Ronson. Is, is this like a psychological test? Yeah. Brilliant. Jo- John Ronson. You, you know, John Ronson on. Like, yeah. there's a series. John Ronson, you know, he's like a Louis Theroux kind of character. He's a journalist who goes out and looks at weird places in the world. Uh, he's got a series on the radio right now. John Ronson on. They're brilliant. Uh, but it turns out all of them are archived on his website going back six years. There's okay. loads of them. And I'm listening to the old ones, and he did the flight versus invisibility question. And apparently, if you choose invisibility, it means you're kind of sneaky. Oh no! You're you're kind of conniving and and uh, you know. But I, I chose invisibility too, <laughs> obviously. Well, it kind of like seems. But the flying is honest, you know. It's mm. out in the open, and I think there's more of a childhood thing linked to invisibility. Mm. I think it always like is a bit of a childhood dream to be invisible. Ooh, ah, but wasn't it flight? This is the thing. You yeah. reckon sneaky people always wanted to be invisible? Honest, uh, well-meaning people, because <laughs> it's always the devious thing, isn't it? Being invisible, See, you want to fl- go in a shop, you want to perv on the women. Yeah. But uh, when it's flying, you think of saving people, must it? Yeah, I guess. Well, no, I was. Really <laughs> no, that's right. I was thinking of just cheap transport. Ah, right, right, right. I was thinking brilliant, like London to Edinburgh. Um, Teleportation would be a good power, wouldn't it? Oh, that would be good. But it's impossible. Well, again, maybe not. In the future, yep. Mm. That's. I'm, I'm a bit skeptical about that one. Well, it's already it already exists. <laughs> Go on then, tell me about it. Well, it, well, how do you think remotes work? Remote controls. Yep. It's not teleporting. Well, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You send a little signal. Well, the... we'll, we'll talk about this afterwards. Do, do it now. It's just radio waves. Isn't no, it? no. Uh, mobile communication systems are based on the idea that you can't like, like tiny. Um, like quantum particles don't exist in a, in a single place. They exist in both in two places at once. Is it based on that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Only as much like as quantum, everything's like based on Like mobile phones wouldn't exist without quantum mechanics. But did they know about all the these quantum mechanical discoveries? Did they know about those consciously uh, when they were developing mobile? A mixture of both, I think. Mm. I think they were sort of develop, developed at the same time. I don't believe it. I think it's a bit of bollocks. Well, no, that's well. It's the same. It's like the theory behind quantum computers uses the same thing, mm. and then also the idea of transmitting data, especially coded data, from one place to another, mm. instantaneously and with. Oh, and I see what you mean. Yeah. Kind of interception. On Star Trek, the discovery was that um, energy and matter are actually the same thing, and you can invent a converter. So that's why they have teleporters and uh, replicators when you can make food out of nothing. You're making it out of energy. That was the big oh, discovery. Nice. But uh, it's probably bollocks, isn't it? What? Bit of bollocks. I would like to try some food out of a replicator. A bit of bollocks. But why would you eat that when I've asked you before if you'd eat a clone burger and you said no? Well, because I change my mind very quickly and I'm a little bit fickle. <laughs> and I forget things. Um, <laughs> You're thick and ickle. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. And I think I was just thinking, oh, like, I wonder if you could pick something, not only a type of food, but a type of food from a place. Like, oh, I remember that cooked dinner I had back in my nan's. Yeah. Back in 1997. Wow. <laughs> uh, I want that. Could you, how would that work? What? It, it's connected to your memory somehow? Mm. That's that would, mental. That would be good. Because there are certain things. I bet you can remember some good ice creams in the past. Don't like ice cream. Really? No, I don't like it. It's too cold. <laughs> uh, cream? Uh, do you like no, cream? I'm a cream man. What do I like? Chocolate. I'm a chocolate man. Right. Yep. Dark. Yep. Uh, the darkest. Oh, like like 
like unholy uh, sort of black hole. Oh, nice. Yeah, that is good. Um, uh, no, maybe. Uh, where, what, 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 fucking, what, where the are hole we in space that said, "Oh, follow my chocolate." <laughs> like um, someone shot a hole through the very fabric of the universe. That's how dark I like it. Oh, I, quite, I do like mine quite bitter, as but dark not, not as bad. a joke by Michael Barrymore. He doesn't do dark jokes, does he? It's just all rubbish about penguins and stuff. Quite like penguin jokes. Me too. <laughs> Yay. Um, where were we? What were we going on about? What, flight versus uh, invisibility. Yeah, if I could get somewhere quicker. We then. also didn't really cover the animal, man. And also, would you get cold? Uh, when you were flying, yeah, you'd have yeah, to buy you'd have a special suit, clothes, <laughs> shell suit, and goggles. Just none, no, I don't want any. Swartz. She doesn't walk around naked. <laughs> no. Right. Well, yeah, she choose invisibility. Fine. <laughs> Can I turn naked? myself back? Yes. Anytime I want. Anytime you Just want. Pair of thought that. Yeah. Well, I'll have that one. Invisibility. And flying. Can I have both? <laughs> no. Right. Because you'll crash into an airplane. Flight, but I want the uniform with it. What uniform? Pilot. Yeah. <laughs> well, like an old, like an old 1940s aviator. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Biggles. <laughs> Yeah. I like that. Dan's flying through the sky on his own, dressed as Biggles. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, that it would feels be like nice. this is a natural place to end the podcast, but we're only on 48 minutes. Oh, that's not far off usual. Oh, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Imagine we're all romantic. We'd, like you go, oh, you've had a nice meal and you'd add something to eat. Uh, you weren't sick at the end of it. <laughs> um, and you went, oh, come on, should we go for a little walk? And then you just, just hold on to me. And then you float above the city <laughs> and you're down and you realise she's not wearing a coat, she's lost her shoes. But you can fly down again, you can nick some, nick fly into a, a shop, fly back out again, I don't know. It's because you're flying to something that can't catch you. Well, you just fly just above their reach. <laughs> Tall shop. You go in and just stick to the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I like it. Oh, they'd see your face, wouldn't they? She'd know you'd done it. That's not good. Don't steal stuff on a first date. That's a tip. Yeah. Any first dates, tips for dates? Don't be a ripper. Uh, what? Don't be a ripper. Mm. Don't don't chop uh, off her breasts. Don't chop off her breasts and sleep on them. And shove her nipples in your ears. <laughs> Wear a vagina as a single. Yeah. A single uh, slipper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 what do you do with the rest of it? Just in the garbage disposal. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, well, um, what would I suggest? Um, I think it's nice to share at least one of your meals, whether it be the starter or the pudding, never the main course. What? On a date? Yeah. Share it? Yeah. I'm sure about that. Sharing it? On your first date? Yeah. Or no. maybe not first date. Well, yeah, that's fine. You mean like sharing a, like an ice cream or something? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Share something. Link bond you. Bond oh, you okay. salivally. Okay. Ah, um, uh, so a bit of you's already gone in her. Yeah, so yeah. you've already started worming so, your way in. Yeah. <laughs> worming your way in. Oh, goodness. Um, uh, well, it's a first step, isn't it? To, um, um, uh, this is amazing. Pay, Dan's dating advice. Pay at least half. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, pay for it all. Or at least half. Okay, so the minimum is 51%. Yes. Right. Yes. Offer a generous tip to the waiter. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure she sees that you've offered a generous tip to the waiter. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what else would I suggest? Um, pay for the taxi. Yeah. Yeah. Pay for the whole taxi. Yeah. Drop her off first. What do you mean first? Wait, aren't you going to the same place? Well, it depends how well the date's gone. Uh... But what you don't want to do is sort of 
if you go, if you go so to far, those... all of your impressive things have been right at the end of the night. Right at the beginning. But you need to get in there a bit sooner to uh, impress. Greet her with hello. Yeah, that's a good, good start. Good. Flowers. Flowers. No, that's a lie. Don't no, do flowers. Don't do it's flowers. Don't do flowers. You've got to carry bloody flowers. No flowers. You've got to carry flowers around with you all night. That's true. Um, uh, something smaller than a flower, maybe a daisy. <laughs> that's, that's the flower. <laughs> pop it, pop it in a, pop it in a gob. What? <laughs> She's not a cow. <laughs> what are you on about? What um, are you on about? Right, I'm stuck with the beginning bit. I wing the beginning bit. Ah, uh, so you just rely on your natural charm. Right. I'd, I'd suggest. Go to the pub for a bit, right? Right. Get a few pints in you before she's before you meet her. This is what I do. So Dan staggers into his date. Hello, darling. I didn't well, get no. you any flowers. It brings it brings a wonderful air of confidence. You just wait. I'll be paying for the cab in a few hours. <laughs> Fills you with confidence and right. wit. Right. Them are the two key ingredients for dates: confidence and wit. Right. A bit like sort of one of our early podcasts when we get drunk and yeah. Um, Slow our way through it. Uh, go for that. Um, offer her a chair. <laughs> Almighty. Um, um, that's it, really. I think pretty much if you combine all of them ingredients... Uh, you're in. You're in there. And next uh, thing you know, you've got nipples in your ears. <laughs> Success. My goodness me. Uh, what what is... do you think... This is my last question for the podcast. Right. It's an interview today. What do you think would make a good... Um, if they were ever going to produce, like, Ringo Magodzil Paul Cord dolls, like the Little Britain ones, oh. what would our dolls say? Because someone today, when uh, when we were being told about the listeners who use us as an alarm clock, apparently they, they like to quote us saying, now is not an appropriate time to eat crisps. <laughs> Which, to me, I mean, it's very flattering. I don't think that's one of our eminently quotables, is it? No. Um, oh, goodness. I don't know. I think uh, I the violence I'm... in its mind would yes. be something our Paul Cordell could say. Yes. Um, oh, what was the one? Uh, what was the one I sent you, which I quite enjoyed? Oh, I don't recall. No. I can't, honestly can't think. I don't remember anything we've said. I can't. No. Oh, I've got one. Cadbury's chocolate buttons. <laughs> That's one. That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, no. I beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, delicious. Not no. delicious. That's a good That's one. That's a Beyonce doll, though. That's, That's not a... us. Well, it's a Beyonce doll that looks a bit like you. Suspiciously like you. <laughs> oh dear. I don't think anyone's going to buy that. No. My version has wings. Fly. Yeah. Mine's flying, yours is invisible. Yours is just like a sort of floating hat. <laughs> floating bits. Yeah. Full of bits and excrement around my arse. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is an ungainly ostrich flying man, and yours is a invisible um, dirty arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we'll get Neil to draw that? Neil, he's drawn us before, hasn't he? Has he? Oh yes, yes. Oh god. Well, you you look like um, you just look like a like a uh, a sort of oval head, and I look like a round head. Oval head and round head. Yeah. That's what they call us. I was in a, a sweetie shop yesterday and I saw a sweet called Orange Head and I took a photo on my phone so we can send it to Ricky Gervais. Head like a fucking orange. Let's not do that. Anyway. Right. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Uh, I've had enough. So uh, I'm going to go and do my wee. And, uh, Make sure you dab off afterwards. <laughs> otherwise the invisibility won't work. No. Just a yellow stain going around. Right. Oh dear. 
Well, anyway, there we go. We've uh, had a few giggles. <laughs> Dan would choose invisibility, as would I probably, until we put some more thought into it and chose flight. Beyonce doesn't like some things, but does like other things. <laughs> and I'm just planning ahead what I'm going to write for the synopsis. Oh, okay. Um... And uh, Dan the Ripper. Oh, and pop, pop a nipple in your ear. And uh, <laughs> uh, oh, we never got around to pop an egg on it. No, we didn't. Pop uh, an egg on it next time. And uh, I'll tell you what. Oh, I know what's on our quotables. Can't believe we didn't think of this before. You can't throw that away. It's a piece, it's a piece of, of foam. foam. Anyway, on that note, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, fuck you. <laughs>